0: Most recruiters or HR professionals, they never stop looking at jobs in the market, not because they're not happy um, or they're not satisfied with their role. The thing that they're looking at is what skills are employers
1: looking for today? You're listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join your hosts, Michael and Jenna, as they discuss all things ORAU, Through interviews with our experts who provide innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers. They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, how we're impacting an ever changing world, and our commitment to our community. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast.
2: Well, good Wednesday morning, and welcome to another edition of Further Together, the ORAU podcast. I am not joined by my co-host today because she has other obligations this morning. Um, However, we typically have started our COVID era podcast episodes talking about all things COVID and how life is going. And well, we're going to talk about COVID in a little bit of a different way in terms of workforce resiliency. And I am joined by the marvelous and amazing Amanda Hurley from ORU's Workforce Solutions team to talk about workforce resiliency today. Amanda, how are you?
0: Well, thanks for having me
2: again. Thanks for coming. Um, you're our first three-peak guest, which is awesome. Um, but just to remind people, what is it that you do for ORU?
0: like you said my name is amanda hurley and i'm a section manager on the workforce solutions team ORU. and what we specialize in is we basically help our clients recruit the best of the best hire the best of the best and manage the best of the best so basically i manage a team of recruiters and project managers they go out and find top talent for our government agencies and um, uh, facilities
2: excellent and it seems antithetical to say this in the time of covid but y'all have been really busy we have really, been really through busy. the whole through this whole pandemic thing
0: we have we've been very fortunate um, but, you know, you, you started this conversation and you use the word resiliency and thank you for that. I think that that is a huge compliment to to our team. One of my favorite quotes about resiliency is from Margaret Thatcher. And she said, you may have to fight a battle more than once to win it. And I think that's what we've been doing ever since March. We're just continuing to fight the same battle and we're in it to win it. Right. So right. Um, I think that one of the reasons we have been so successful is when all of this craziness started, um, like the rest of the world, we were just waiting and watching to see how this was going to impact the United States and how it's going to impact our clients and ourselves. Um, And it's really easy in those situations to get kind of caught up in everything that's changing and all the unknowns. So right off the bat, we said, okay, what can we control, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what are the things that we know that we do really well and that we can control? And three things came out of that. Um, And it's the three constants that we've always done for the past, I don't know, since ORU began in the 40s, right? Right. (laughs) We focus on the client, we focus on the candidate, and then we focus on our employees. And and I don't want to oversimplify because COVID did throw some wrenches in into you know, our day-to-day processes. But we found that by focusing on those three audiences, the, the client, the candidate, and our employees, we have been very successful and that's helped us through this entire time.
2: Awesome. Um, <clears throat> I know um, we have all gotten used to technology We're using Zoom to record this episode. (laughs) Who Um, would
0: have thought Zoom would be a verb?
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. Let's go Zoom. Um, But you and the Workforce Solutions team were already kind of ahead of the curve when it came to the use of technology before all things changed. Um, And I'd like to talk a little bit about that before we talk specifically about um, the audience breakdown.
0: Yeah. So, you know, one, that was kind of a lucky thing. You know, we didn't know we were pandemic proof, you know, we certainly didn't plan it. Um, but one of the things that our team has always embraced is, is technology and efficiency. So where some of our, um, counterparts out in industry were having to relearn the way they do business and have to change processes, that wasn't the case for us. We've always done virtual career fairs. We've always done virtual conferences. We always did video interviewing. We always did virtual onboarding. Our whole recruiting process was extremely digital um, and we always followed the candidate where they were and where they go. So that was, business as usual for us. So we, we never had that impact of having to rethink the way that we do business and change our processes because of COVID. We just got a lot better at what we do.
2: I know that has paid off for for your audiences, for your clients, for your um, employees, and really for your team. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about um, how things have how things have been impacted or not as you know improved whatever the word is that we want to use yeah. there um, for clients and for candidates and etc
0: okay well let's start with the client so you know one of the things that we knew early on is that uh COVID was going to impact us um what we didn't want to happen is that our clients feel any unnecessary pain or have any heavy lifting when we could be the ones doing it. So, for example, one of our clients um, at the at the earlier this year in January and February in the contract, our employees that we placed there were not allowed to work from home or telework. Now, that sounds wow. crazy right now, right? right? Like you'd Absolutely. never
2: think
0: <laughs> you'd never think that that would be a part of a contract. Um, but it it made sense then, you know, pre-COVID. So we knew that there was a huge risk that we could have a client that would no longer have our support. That scared us. We didn't want to leave a client high and dry. And then the other side of that was our employees that we placed there. We did not want them to be out of work or, you know, having to make hard decisions about their career. So way before um, we started seeing kind of our, uh, states and, lo- and local um, areas start to shut down, we were having conversations with our client's leadership team of, hey, what are we going to do? Uh, we, don't, we don't want this to impact you. What can we do? And we really started trying to figure out what the best approach was. And one of the things that I think was a huge benefit is the workforce solution team, you know, obviously we have clients, but we see them as partners. We want to work together with them to help them solve problems. So I think because of that type of a relationship we had, we were able to quickly get, um, the mod- a modification to the contract to allow our employees to telework or to work from home. But then there's the other part of that is, okay, can 200 plus people work from home? Is that their job um, able to do that? So we had some heavy lifting to do, but man, my team, rose to the occasion i have a very great strong project manager her name's karen cleveland and she reminds me of that that duck that she just looks calm on the surface but her uh, little feet are just paddling away um yep. she quickly i uh, was able to really manage that 200 plus folks and say what are you doing what are you working on let's make sure that you can can work from home and we worked with um, their, uh, our employees, local managers at the facilities they were placed at to make sure they could too. And we all did this really prior to anybody talking about sending people mm-hmm. home because we knew it was coming. So we didn't know how long, if you would have asked me back in March, if <sighs> we would still be working from home right now, I would have laughed in your face, but I was like, yeah, we'll be back in June. <sighs> um, but the The thing is, is we may have, we probably seemed uh, over eager, like we you know, to our clients of like let's let's talk about this now. But you know, afterwards, we got feedback from our clients saying, thank you, thank you for for pushing this and and taking it in this direction, so that we can continue to have the support. So I think that was probably the best example of how we really maintain focus on the client and to make sure that they had an easy transition and not had to worry about one more thing Mm -hmm. on their plate when they had so much other stuff to worry about on their own with COVID too.
2: Sure. And that's the benefit of a good contractor, meaning us, is you know, for you all to be able to look ahead and say, this is coming and we need to be ready for it. And
0: yeah, it you know, was a smooth, yeah, it was a smooth, a smooth transition. Um, in, in a time when nothing was smooth. Right. So that was, right. that was kind of nice.
2: And everyone was asking questions and how are we going to do this? And are people going to be productive? And, right. you know, all of, all of those questions that, you know, everyone was asking back in March. So
0: And then, you know, the other audience that we focused on is the candidate. And, you know, I mentioned that we recruit and hire the best of the best and and that hasn't changed either. And the need to find those people haven't changed at all. So, you know, you don't have to go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics and know that the world is changing and that the way employers um think about their workforce has changed and the way employees think about how they want to work is changing Um, you know all employers right now are are if they've never had remote work or telework before they're like wow this saves a lot of money right we don't have facilities and you know there's there could be a there there well the same thing is happening with employees they're thinking how do I ever want to go back to a nine to five, 40 hours a week, two hours of commuting type of life? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that we're we're keeping focus on. And the way that we do that is, again, something we've always done is we are data nerds at heart. We (laughs) look at what candidates are searching for. So you see, um, obviously right now, a lot of, Keywords around remote or telework, Um, but we're watching that trend. So as the economy starts to reopen, as things kind of, I won't won't say go back to normal because I don't think that that's there anymore, right? But that's something we'll continue to watch. So from a candidate's perspective, what we wanted to do is really meet them where they are Um, So we always look to see where job seekers are searching, and we do our best to cultivate a database of really strong candidates that are always in contact with us. So I have um, two really strong recruiters on my team that, and actually more than two, we have just a a great team of recruiters, but two that I want to talk about is Brittany Hartzell and Deanna Copeland um, they have their fingers on the pulse of, of candidates. They know where they are hanging out online. They know how to reach them through professional networks or through university partnerships. Um, and that's something that we haven't changed either, right? It's something that we've always done, but with COVID, We put it under a microscope and said, okay, we've got to watch where they go and follow them. So we continue to to do that through um, virtual events. Like I mentioned, you mentioned the technology piece, doing virtual career fairs for clients like uh, Brookhaven National Lab and the National Society of Black Physicists where we're helping clients who may have not had the tools prior to COVID to do this, quickly transition from an in-person conference to an online digital conference um, and allow us to recruit and find the best of the best during that process too.
2: And you managed the whole conference. I mean, it wasn't, you know, yeah. just the, like you've done, I, you've done virtual career fairs, but when we were talking about in preparation for this, you talked about you know you managed put together entire conferences for those organizations.
0: Uh, yeah, you know we've we've always done um, career fairs, like you said, but with COVID, we saw the need you know for for a lot of organizations to try to find a resource to so that they could continue to do really important work and have mm-hmm. ways to connect with people. That's doesn't people people put people at risk or um you know have have an impact there. So we use several different tools to really build out a virtual environment that looks just like a conference hall. That you can have the interactive booths and you can chat and you can video, um, you can download documents and really have that true conference feel. And we've been really successful at it this year um, and and that's been great. One of the, the cool things about it is a lot of the um, people that have come to us has come to us by word of mouth. And that's the 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 best compliment, right? That right, the people absolutely. that you're doing work for saying, hey, you know, you should go check out Workforce Solutions at ORU. Uh, we love that.
2: That's awesome. Um, you in again in our earlier conversation um before the podcast we talked about um and you've you've talked about this a little bit with your your recruiters kind of tracking the candidates and sort of where they go and Mm -hmm. um where they hang out and that you're seeing more searches for remote work and remote opportunities what about other skill sets other you know um maybe things outside of their area of study, you know, to basically broaden their horizons and how you all help them, um, gain more skills to make them more marketable.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that if you've, if you've not been in the recruiting or HR industry, this is kind of a Pro tip that you may not know: Here's you know an exclusive O.R.U. podcast exclusive. (laughs) Um, You know most recruiters or HR professionals they never stop looking at jobs in the market, not because they're not happy um, or they're not satisfied with their role. The thing that they're looking at is what skills are employers looking for today. Um, and that's something that that myself and my team will always continue to do. Um, obviously, with our clients, we're having those conversations of, you know, what are you gonna need, not just today, but five years from now. Sure. Um, but you can also gauge that from various sources. The Bureau of Labor Statistics is a great one, but also just job boards. Indeed, set up some, you know, job alerts. That's one thing that we when were talking to candidates about especially if they've just graduated or you know they've been in their role maybe their kind of mid-level career is to stay fresh and to stay marketable for your next job um because you never know what can happen you know worst case scenario like covid could you potentially be out of a role what do you do then let's stay marketable, but not just in the worst case scenarios, think about how you can better yourself for your own employer. Like if you do love where you are to keep your skills fresh. So we do a lot of coaching. Um, and we do coaching, not only with the candidates that we hire, you know, and say, Hey, this is a great hire. You're, you're ours now, but those that we see that are diamonds in the rough, Mm -hmm. you you take the time to, uh, coach them and give them some some feedback, so that hopefully they'll come back to you, um, and you can hire them when they're a little bit better. So we're always um, cultivating that relationship with candidates and trying to to have a real relationship with them.
2: And you have openings, right? I mean, you have <laughs> opportunities yes. for people to yeah. work. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. If you actually go to the oru.org website and click on careers, you'll see a couple of different areas to search for. You know, obviously um, we have roles here at ORU, but we also have on that same page, you can search for internships and you can search for our jobs that we're hiring for too. That's always good.
2: Awesome. awesome. Shameless plug. <laughs> Absolutely. Might as well take the <laughs> opportunity. Um, You also mentioned as we were sort of preparing for this conversation that your recruiters have had the opportunity to improve themselves and improve Mm. their skills um, during this time as well with some certifications and some different work in those areas.
0: Yeah, that's kind of our, that was the last audience member, right? The, the employees that we focused on. So, you know, anytime, one of the things that, um, My manager, uh, Michelle Goodson, and I talked about early on is we knew this year was going to be hard, but we wanted our team to come out on the other side, stronger, smarter, better, ready for the next year. And we we always want to take care of our team. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this year, I think it was even more important. Um, So. So during this year, our team has received some certifications, like you said, you know, our team has a veterans at work certification now that they worked on over this summer. So we are stronger and more well, well equipped to, you know, really target those veterans that are in need of our help right now. And you know, it just makes you feel good to hire, hire vets. It's the right thing to do. And so many of our clients need help with that too um we have some team members who have talent acquisition certifications through the society of human uh, resources management Um, that's a great certification that has helped them become just better recruiters overall i think it's important that you know anytime you're you're always learning um no matter if it's through formal certifications or educations or just learning from each other so the other thing that we've done Um, And have we have kind of weekly recruiter stand up meetings where we say, Okay, what are we recruiting for this week. What's the best way to do it. Um, And we're, we have very senior recruiters who have, you know, years of experience, and then we have some greener recruiters on that call. And the great thing about it is both the senior and the green recruiter are learning from each other because the senior you know old pro I've recruited this role a hundred times here's what you do and the greener recruiter is like hey have you ever thought about this mm-hmm. so um I have loved those uh meetings as well just to keep us engaged um keep us talking to each other seeing our faces on Zoom uh and to to build up that uh just camaraderie and better ourselves amongst our our team
2: that's great so everybody wins, everybody wins. across yeah. the board everyone's winning um going back to the opportunities is there anything specific that your recruiters are looking for right now i mean it seems like just from my kind of watching what some of your folks are posting um there's a lot going on around COVID and vaccines and, you know, those kind of opportunities. Are there others?
0: Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a great point. So, one of the things that some of our more experienced recruiters are working on right now is we uh, work with uh, NIAID um, and they're doing a lot of work on vaccine development. So we are recruiting researchers and experienced Scientist to you know help solve the world's biggest problem right Mm -hmm. now and you know what a great opportunity that would be to say that you were part of that right
2: absolutely
0: so we're always looking for you know experienced um you know mid to senior level um researchers and and scientists for that we also work with the environmental protection agency and that is um an opportunity where recent graduates you know, two years out of school or even currently in school really just to get their foot in the door at a federal agency where they can work with some of the nation's leading environmental scientists and researchers and again solving some pretty big problems in in the United States today. Um, I love that that particular program. It's near and dear to my heart because I've seen what the folks that we have hired get to do next. So um, we've seen our employees get hired on full time at EPA, we see them go back to school and you know pursue their PhD or their um, um, master's degree. And then we see them go on and work at, you know, either in the private sector or at other federal agencies. So I just love that opportunity of really getting in in at an early emerging workforce, you know, young, fresh out of school and getting their start in the world. And, And that's a great, fun thing to recruit for as well. So we have quite a bit of openings there including everything from like project management, to lab operations, even some human resource um, opportunities there. So it doesn't have to be all STEM, it can be Mm -hmm. some business and communication support too.
2: Which again, broadens the net for the kinds of people that you're looking for. It's not all STEM, it's a little bit across the board, so. Absolutely. Amanda, is there anything we haven't talked about that you wanna make sure that we cover?
0: No, I think that you have done a great job of keeping me talking as usual, Michael. I appreciate that. But Yeah, I do. I really appreciate the opportunity, not only just to uh, brag about my team because I, as, as you know, I think they're um, top of the line, but also brag about our clients because, you know, we, we talk about our resiliency, but man, uh, our clients have shown resiliency too during this time. They've, they've adjusted and pivoted with COVID and they just keep fighting the good fight as well.
2: Right. So that's fantastic. Um, Congratulations to you and your team and for keeping the lights on basically and keeping, (laughs) you know, business, you know, is happening and for everyone to be able to make that pivot. I know we use that phrase a lot (laughs) during, during this time, but it's true. I mean, you know, we've had to make, big pivots and for you all to rise to the challenge and for our customers to rise to the challenge and continue to be successful is an awesome thing to see. So congratulations to you and your team. Thank you very
0: much. Thanks for the time today.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. Talk to you again soon.
1: Thank you for listening to Further Together, the OREU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org you can also find us on facebook twitter and linkedin at orau and on instagram at orautogether if you like further together the oru podcast we would appreciate you giving us a review on your favorite podcast platform your reviews will help more people find the podcast